Blog Talk Radio. The book of Genesis, 15th chapter, beginning at the first verse. And after these things, the word of Father Yahweh came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Father most high, what wilt thou give me, seeing that I go childless, and the steward of my house is as Eleazar of Damascus? And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. And behold, the word of the Most High came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad, and said, Look now towards the heaven, and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And he believed in Father Yahweh, and it counted to him his righteousness. And he said unto him, I am the Most High that brought thee out of Ur of the Chaldees to give thee this land to inherit it. And he said, Father Most High, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? And he said unto him, Take me a heifer of three years old, and a she-goat of three years old, and a ram of three years old, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. And he took unto him all these things, and divided them in the midst, and laid each piece one against another. But the birds divided he not. And when the fowls came down upon the carcasses, Abram drove them away. And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and lo, a great horror of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abram, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. And also that nation whom they serve will I judge, and afterwards shall they come out with great substance. We'll read that apart again. And he said unto Abram, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. And also that nation whom they serve will I judge, and afterward shall they come out with great substance. And thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace, and thou shalt be buried in a good old age. But in the fourth generation they shall come hither again, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet filled. And it came to pass that when the sun went down, and it was dark, and behold, a great smoking furnace, and a burning lamp that passed between those pieces. And in the same day the Most High made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto thy seed have I given this land, from the lip river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates. The Kenites, the Kenesites, the Cadmonites, and the Hittites, and the Parasites, and the Rephaim, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. Peace be unto you, brothers and sisters. Peace be unto you. This is your brother DL, and all the young men, for those that follow online. And the name of tonight's message is Year 399, The Promise to Follow. Year 399, the promise to follow. Now, brothers and sisters, um, we all know where we are. Um, you know, 
this is not anything that uh, really needs to be rehashed in a way where, uh, you know, we're trying to teach you what these scriptures mean, what these um, passages of scripture um, outlining this 400 years means. Uh, we understand now that we're the Hebrews. We understand that we're the Israelites, the people of the book. We understand that um, we didn't spend 400 years in Egypt, that this chastisement that's been on us since 1619 um, is spoken of in the scripture and is being fulfilled, um, you know, through our blood, through our struggles here, through all the curses that we've had to walk through, through all of the things that we've seen um, as a result of you know, leaving our father's side, rebelling against our father, that, um, you know, our patriarch Abraham was given this, um, this, this vision of his people in servitude. He saw um, our condition today. He saw the police slayings. He saw the children rising up against their parents, even killing their parents. He saw the thing where men have departed from their manhood and women have departed from their womanhood. He saw the homosexuality, the deviation. He saw the filth, the crime. He saw all of these things. And it was described um, as, you know, this this, this dark vision that uh, Abraham saw. Uh, the prophets also saw the same uh same outcome, the same thing that will befall the people of the book. So brothers and sisters, we all know that. Um, what I'm here to talk to you about today is the fact that um, we're coming out of this thing. Um, the 400 years that we've been, you know, uh, judged to have to walk here is coming to an end very rapidly. Um, our new year is celebrated um, around the spring equinox balancing of day and night um, that's how our father measures time so I know that the Gentiles according to the Gregorian calendar um, has just you know ended December you know in any other context DEC means 10 so even their calendar was messed with so the point is we still got a little bit of year 399 left brothers and sisters and if you're looking around you that things are, <coughs> excuse me, things are um, really right in line with uh, what the scripture said this time would be. Uh, you've got the white horse, which we know was deception, the embodiment of um, the one after the ten. Um, but now, you know, just as the scripture said, all of these things will go to the Hebrew first. Um, Barack Hussein Obama came and he caused. Uh, the Israelite people to forego or forget um, any sense of decency. Uh, he caused them to throw away um, those biblical teachings that were, you know, a part of, you know, who we were. We were not Republicans, but we were not pro-abortion. Uh, we were not, um, you know, there was some sense of, um, you know, right and wrong that was there. And the one after the ten, his purpose was to come and to cause um, the Israelite people to forsake all of that for a man. And we saw it between 2008 
in 2016. Well, just as the scripture stated, to the Hebrew first and to the Gentile second, now there are white horses here. Now the entity that uh, would draw the worst out of them and bring them back to their base nature. Um, you know, our father's symmetry is perfect. It was to the Hebrew first, and they saw us decline. They saw our people, um, you know, they saw these pastors and things embrace homosexuality. They saw them embrace abortion. They saw them embrace everything that this man stood for. And now um, the Gentiles, they've been sent a white horse as well. So what you see forming now is this unrest amongst the people. Um, it's always been there, but now it's at a fevered pitch. So you see the red horse manifesting where there's no peace among any of the people. Um, you know, there's uh, tyranny and there's anarchy and there's, you know, anarchy on anarchy and tyranny on tyranny. And brothers and sisters, it is the spirit of war. It is the, the loss of peace. Um know our father's hand essentially coming off of the minds of these people so next you've got the black horse and we see that manifesting itself in the way of the economy and the people now are facing I mean look at the two sets of people that are affected by this shutdown uh, you've got those that have been completely dependent upon the government um, you know, in the form of WIC and food stamps, and they've given a date of February to say that all the funds are going to run out, but if you look at the local news, you know, that's one of the things I do on my Facebook page that's been censored, by the way, um, is to go and register to see the news at a local level, and what you see is that on these uh, Native American reservations, um, in some of these communities out there that this has already taken effect. There are people now that are already being turned away uh, when they go to get food. So it's already happening, brothers and sisters. Uh, they gave us a date of February, uh, but brothers and sisters, it's, it's happening right now. So the black horse is riding um, these systems, these uh, food distribution systems, the financial systems, these things are all about to be kicked over because if you think about it, um, one of the things that um, the one after the 10, um, President number 44 did is he got most of the country, more white folks than black folks, um, strung out on this aid, this government assistance, uh, basically a third of the country. That's 100 million people, brothers and sisters that are, you know, when Trump kicks this thing over, which, you know, he's made an excuse to do it, and he blames it on the Democrats, but they've been wanting to do this for a long time anyway. So what's happened is um, they're bouncing it back between one another, and what will happen is the red horse will be fed by this situation um, that's described by the black or the, um, the economy. Um, food distribution systems, the infrastructure, these things are going to begin, begin to fall apart. And you see it all over the place, brothers and sisters. You see it in France. Uh, you see this situation where these yellow vests are, you know, they're not 
going to back down. Um, and it's based upon them um, not getting from the government what they feel that they should. So this will only increase. They had a news article, and I think this is the one that got me censored, about the um, this bakery explosion. Um, and if you look at the pictures, brothers and sisters, if they even still run it, because again, I'm censored. Um, if you look at it, it looks like the same thing that you would see in the countries that are occupied by these first world countries where a, you know, it looks like a car bomb. It looks like uh, somebody, you know, one of these suicide bombers actually hit that. It doesn't look anything like um, what you would imagine a, a gas explosion would look like. So, brothers and sisters, my point there is that um, they didn't censor me for nothing. There's something that's going on over there that they don't want uh, televised or you know, are put out there. So, brothers and sisters, you see that uh, illnesses, viruses, uh, these mysterious illnesses that pop up that don't have cures, that are um, that are mutating uh, back and forth. That's the pale horse. So, brothers and sisters, I did a, a message years ago called Firestorm, where uh, all of these horses. All of these judgments that were kicked off and described as horses, uh, they were all happening at the same time. It wasn't in the sequence of the book. It was a storm. It was a storm of judgment all at the same time. So that was more of a prophetic message. What I'm here to tell you today is that you can see it manifested in the world. You can see how, um, you know, the highest office in this land uh, ha has no concern about spewing words that would cause uh, people to get in the streets and to fight each other and to and to stoke the war that's coming that we know is coming. So that's the white horse, the red horse. Now uh, these things with the economy and these people that are going to be deprived of food, black horse, and what's going to come after that, brothers and sisters? So we're there, we're there brothers and sisters, we're there, and you know, there's just a few things that I want to point out um, that are going on in the new space other than the shutdown. Now, we understand that um, this 400 years is of massive significance, uh, and we understand that our Father keeps His promises. So if he says that uh, we're going to come out and we're going to be out from under these curses at the end of 400 years, uh, that's exactly what it means. Now, I don't know how it looks, but what I'm ready for or what I prepared my mind for is just to fall into his hands and just to fall into uh, whatever it is that, you know, he brings to pass on that day. Does it mean we're leaving here? Uh, does it mean that, you know, all these infirmities, our heart conditions, uh, bad joints and all that stuff? I don't know, but I'm ready for it. I'm ready to receive whatever it is or do whatever it is um, that the Father puts forth before us. But in addition to the fact that uh, we know that this 400 years um, is up and that is significant, uh, it's the same situation with the government here 
1242 um, is the observance of the 400-year mark of our ancestors being here in this land. There are three summaries for H.R. 1242. Bill's summaries are authored by CRS. Shown here, passed Senate without amendment, December 21, 2017. This measure has not been amended since it was passed by the House on May 1, 2017. The summary of that version is repeated here. 400 Years of African American History Commission Act. Section 3, this bill establishes the 400 Years of African American History Commission to develop and carry out activities throughout the United States to commemorate the 400th anniversary of the arrival of Africans in the English colonies at Point Comfort, Virginia, in 1619. The Commission must plan programs to acknowledge the impact that slavery and laws that enforced racial discrimination had on the United States. Encourage civic, patriotic, historical, educational, artistic, religious, and economic organizations to organize and participate in anniversary activities. Assist states, localities, and nonprofit organizations to further the commemoration. And coordinate for the public scholarly research on the arrival of Africans in the United States and their contributions to this country. Section 5, the Commission may provide 1. Grants to communities and nonprofit organizations for the development of programs. 2. Grants to research and scholarly organizations to research, publish, or distribute information relating to the arrival of Africans in the United States. And 3. Technical assistance to states, localities, and nonprofit organizations to further the commemoration. Section 7. The Commission must prepare a strategic plan and submit a final report to Congress that contains a summary of its activities, an accounting of its received and expended funds, and its recommendations. Section 8. The Commission shall terminate on July 1, 2020. Section 9. All expenditures of the Commission shall be made solely from donated funds. Um, and I know you've heard about it. This is not news. Uh, there have been a lot of people... Um, that have you know that have pointed out the fact that it's significant when Mystery Babylon puts it into their law, they have a session of Congress um, and they recognize the fact that you know we've been here this 400 years, but it just basically reads like they're going to do something commemorative to mark this 400 years. Well, my question um, is, you know, why wasn't it? Uh, 200 years. Why wasn't it 100 years? Why wasn't uh, Why wasn't it 500 years? Why is it exactly uh, the same amount of time that uh, was pointed out in Genesis 15 chapter? It's not an accident, brothers and sisters. It's not um, a coincidence that they chose this number. Uh, they know, and that's a part of this desperation that's out there. They know that they're going into judgment the ones that are higher up in this you know in the hierarchy know what this 400 years means if you look at the news you see that the birth rate amongst the gentiles is going down um, i pointed that out in a previous message when we talked about the desperation that you see in the government uh, that was based upon the men but there's even been uh, news that the women 
are less fertile. They're they're not able to have children. So now you're seeing, um, you know, an increase in this situation where you've got the authorities going and snatching children from their from their mothers as they're being born. They they can't have kids anymore, and that's what they. That's exactly what you begin to see when you know you see empires begin to crumble. Uh, the father strikes them at the sea level. So we see this, and we know that they put it into their laws that they're supposed to be an observance of, of 400 years. But brothers and sisters, I just want to press upon you. That's not random. They have to do what the father tells them to do. Even in our chastisement, they're still under the control of the father. So he's telling them, so that they can tell us that uh, the chastisement is just about over. Now, brothers and sisters, the first thing to understand about this 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 reading that we had is that we are able. Okay, we are um, our you know, our forefather in this situation. He was asked to put up a sacrifice, um, and the birds, the fowls came down upon the sacrifice, and Abraham had to remain steadfast and he had to drive them away. Brothers and sisters, we're going to be tempted with a lot of things that are going to be coming close to this 400 years. Um, our uh, chastisement is up. We receive our power back, brothers and sisters. And the point is that uh, Satan will try to divert um, our attention from the Father. So if you look at verse 17, it came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark, behold, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp passed between those two pieces. Uh, furnaces are always um, associated with hardships and judgment, proving fires, brothers and sisters. So that's what we're going to begin to see, is we're going to be proved against these things, proved against uh, what the world is going to throw at us uh, to, divide, to divert our minds away from the fact that we are no longer under this chastisement again. A burning lamp, that's light. That's uh, the spirit of our Father um, being returned to us. So those sacrifices that were put up there, Abram had to drive the evil spirits away from them. And being successful, he did that. And then it came to pass that those uh, things were tried and that the light was reestablished back into um, those sacrifices, which again are us, brothers and sisters, walking through this 400 years of chastisement. So I say all of this to issue a warning. Uh, there are going to be many false messiahs that are thrown at us. Now, we're even seeing them now. We're seeing these charlatans that are coming out, and we've always associated a false messiah uh, with the embodiment of a man. But what I've been shown, brothers and sisters, is that these false messiahs are going to uh, manifest themselves in this day in the way of reparations and in a way of lands and in a way of things that uh, we've been deprived all of these 400 years. Um, Ghana. Brothers and sisters, Ghana is being pushed on us um, like, uh, you know, it's the way, uh, it, it's, it's the promised land. And, you know, it, it's not just that 
um, you know, you see these celebrities and all these things going over there. Um, there's more to it than just that. And I think that in the, you know, months, maybe even years to come, um, well, maybe not even that long, uh, but in the future, we're going to begin to see that uh, Ghana moving out of Mystery Babylon, where we've been stationed, into the nation, into a, um, a Hamite nation of Ghana, is going to begin to be pushed. Now, my reasoning for saying that um, is the thing that I heard in addition to H.R. 1242, and I'm going to play that for you now. Your Excellency, I came to honor you for your leadership, for the leadership that you will give the right of return. And I know my colleague Gwen Moore spoke, but I wanted to give the passion to this great resolution sponsored by my colleague, the Honorable Bobby Scott, to let you know that H.R. 1242, H.R. 1242, H.R. 1242 lives and breathes. It is not an exclusionary resolution. It does not exclude those who do not walk in my history. It gives us the opportunity. And so, to the Minister of Tourism, to the Foreign Minister, to the delegation of the President, to President Nana Akufu Adu, we are here to say thank you, for you have taken the gift of H.R. 1242, and you have said, along with this great committee and its leadership, that we welcome you, my brothers and sisters, the continent of which I honor, and Ghana, with its amazing history, will be in the forefront of galvanizing and cementing this wonderful relationship between the nation of the United States of America, the people of the United States of America, and the great Republican nation of Ghana with this wonderful president and first lady who is leading us into the 21st and 22nd century. May the blessings of all be upon you. Let us be connected through our ancestry and the spirits, and let us never forget the dark passage which will turn into the light of return in this wonderful year of 2019, commemorating our first venture in 1619. God bless all of you. God bless Ghana, and God bless the United States of America. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't need some Obama witch uh, over in Ghana um, negotiating what I'm going to be doing uh, in the year of 2019, in the 400th year uh, of my chastisement. Uh, it is coming to an end, and now you've got this resolution that's very vaguely um, put together. But one thing that I will point out about it is there was no debate on it. Uh, the Republicans and the Democrats, the voice that you heard was um, a Democratic uh, Congresswoman, Sheila Jackson Lee. And, um, you know, it, there were no amendments to it. Nobody, uh, they, they had no problem getting it through. It went through the House, it went through the Senate, it went to the President's desk, and he quietly signed it. Now, this is the same dude um, that, you know, he's going to shut down the government over a wall. But for some strange reason, the entire government body, Black Congressional Caucus, uh, Republican Caucus, whatever you want to call it, Redneck Caucus, everybody was in agreement about signing 
this HR 1242. Uh, and now you've got uh, Sheila Jackson Lee over in Ghana negotiating about our right of return. Our right of return doesn't have nothing to do with them, brothers and sisters. It's about our Messiah coming down here and making a way for us back into our actual land, the land of Israel. Okay? So, my point, and what I'm trying to, to press upon you, brothers and sisters, is to remain steadfast. Uh, don't descend into the lies. Don't be taken by these false messiahs. We've already talked about the charlatans, the people that are selling uh, the blood of Jesus. Uh, these folks that are, um, you know, saying that they are, uh, you know, Messiah incarnate and all this stuff we, we, we understand that But brothers and sisters where it's going to get really rough These clowns They're not going to be able to offer you Land, they're not going to be able to offer you um, You know, reparation Money, and brothers and sisters That's coming Our Messiah um, is coming From the sky, he's going to meet us In the air We need to hold to what we know About this time And what these false messiahs are going to do Brothers and sisters, that's about my time. Um, you know, I may follow this message up, but remain steadfast, brothers and sisters. Remember what the scriptures say, and don't be taken in by these offers that are going to come from the world. And I, I you know, if, if I'm reading this right, and we, <coughs> we know anything about the nature of the 45th president, this may be forced on people. Brothers and sisters, eyes wide open, remain steadfast, and know what you know, and don't deny your truth. Your brother DL is out, I'm going to love you all.